We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast with your host, Greg Chalmers, PGA Tour winner, also Lou Stagner, one of golf's modern minds, really changing the way the game is being played with his ideas around statistics. Myself, Mark Crossfield, a golf pro of 25 years coaching experience, as well as over 15 years of making online golf-related content. So let's talk angles today. Angles Smangles is with Mr. Angle Smangles is with us himself, Lou Stagnus. But we're going to be talking about if amateurs should play for angles, or are we talking about just golfers in general, Mr. Angle Smangles, Lou Stagner? Uh, this was going to be focused on amateurs. Yeah. Uh, so I, I put, put, something that, some, put something out a few weeks ago in my weekly newsletter, which if you're not subscribed, go oh, to Lou Stagner Golf like and subscribe. You like how, like how I fit that in there? Yeah, that's nice. Just, that was <laughs> Very seamless. Subtle. Yeah, I like Mark that. Crossfield I've been working at Golf that. Online <laughs> on Twitter. Mark Crossfield, YouTube, if you want to watch any reviews. What, Greg, what are you selling? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> putting, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got this old frying pan and on eBay if anyone wants it. <laughs> Four dollars. Yeah. Uh, so I put it. I put uh, a, a weekly issue out that talked about um, playing for the angle and, and just looking at performance from different sides of the fairway to pins that were tucked either on the extreme left or extreme right. So okay. this will be focused just on amateurs. I like that. So I mean, we. I'm. I don't want to kill anything, but I'm pretty sure you. Have you got some stats on this? Is what you're going to share? I guess is that where you're going to go, or more just. Uh, yeah, of course I have stats yeah, on this. Yeah, I, like that. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I don't know why I asked that question. Yeah. Fair. So deep dive look, or shallow dive on this? Did you do? What did you it's do? a deep dive. It <laughs> is a super oh, deep dive. Is there any other way to dive? Yeah. People ask. Hun- literally hundreds <laughs> of millions of shots went into this. Um, just before, before we go into the stats, Greg, are you an angle finder when you're out there playing? Uh, Would you used to on... be more of an angle finder subject to obviously learning more as you've gone on? Um, I would say I used to try and, and, and hit at certain spots, um, yeah. but I have never been good enough to, you oh, know, depending you on how, number you know, two, Greg, you were probably yeah, the number yeah, one, I, Greg, then lofty well. standards, lofty <laughs> standards. Um, but, uh, there are some places you play where you can, you know, where the fairways are very, very wide, you know, St. Andrews comes to mind and that, that is probably one of the greatest examples of trying to shoot for angles at a professional level. Yeah. Um, I certainly understand at an amateur level, 
Um, and I'm sure Lou's going to dazzle us with some numbers here that it it's could be disaster. Waste of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's hard enough just to hit the ball. Um, yeah, without trying to hit it to a certain side. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I was probably guilty of certainly in places where I shouldn't. I've probably been guilty of that in the past. Absolutely. Yeah. Go on then, Lou. Don't quiz well, I think us. There, I, I think this is going to be. I don't like your is, quizzes. Yeah. You don't like the quizzes. This is no. going to be about thirty-five straight minutes of me just reading off that verse. So, <laughs> yeah. Pull up a chair. <laughs> pull up a chair. Get get a hot tea or some yeah. cocoa. Get a coffee. If you're in the car, turn us up. Lou is going to dazzle you. This is like Lou's. If Lou was single, this would be like his number one chat up line, wouldn't it? I do 35 on numbers and stats. Do you come here often? Do you know you've come here 3.2 times in the last four weeks? You spent an average of four hours in that seat. Hello. You have kissed me 0.0 times in the last four months. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, Sorry. Go on, Lou. You guys make me feel a lot better about myself, so thank you for that. (laughs) So I – all right, let's get into the numbers. Let's get The numbers are serious, so let's Let's, knock off the laughing. Let's get serious about these numbers. It's a deep dive. Yeah. Uh, So I looked at amateur data out of Arcos, and I only looked at second shots on par fours. Um, and I wanted to find uh, fairways that were at least 30 yards wide where the ball ended up. So, you know, I, I didn't want to look uh, at shots where, you know, the fairway was 18 yards wide and okay. there wasn't a huge delta between the extreme left side and the extreme right side. Yeah. Um, so I tried to find larger fairways where, you know, the, the angle to wherever the hole was, was going to be significantly different. You know, think of, uh, you know, think of 10 at Riviera, if you're familiar with that hole, like when everyone used to lay up, that fairway where you lay up is is massive, right? It's it's huge from one side to the other. And so if you were on the extreme right side of that fairway versus the extreme left side of that fairway, it is a different shot. Um, and so I tried to find wider fairways and I wanted holes that were cut at least six yards from the edge of the green, either the okay. left or the right right side. Um, and then, um, I only looked at shots that were kind of at the extreme edges. So with, you know, either on the extreme left or the extreme right or in the middle. So there was some shots that I left out of this. Um, I only really looked at 20% on the edges, um, and 25% of the middle. So there were some shots I left out. I wanted shots right in the middle or right on the edges. Um, and I did, you know, when I looked at, a certain yardage, let's say, you know, hundred yards. I looked at shots that were plus or minus two yards. So 98 yards to 102 yards, just to give me a little bit, you know, bigger sample bottom line, uh, before we get into some numbers, the better angle, it wasn't better for scoring. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to pause there. Cause I'm sure you guys have loads of questions before we rattle off some numbers here. So Are you, if they hit a better angle, you're saying there they didn't improve their scoring. Is that what you just said? Yeah, typically, you know, typically um, that was it was very unusual for for the better angle to be the better score. It was oftentimes um, the worst score. 
to be honest. Wow. Um, yeah. I wonder right. if that would that could that be could that be because on the worse uh, when you're in a worse angle you play you are now playing a, hopefully away from what be perceived trouble. So I think my you know the it's one thing question. I don't know in, towards it yeah. yeah yeah the one thing I don't know in this is I don't know uh, people's intention I don't know what their target yeah, was of course yeah but I think I think we've all been we all grew up playing the the game um, you know being told or most of us were told, you know, if the pin is on the right-hand side, you want to try to play it up the left-hand side of the fairway, give yourself a better angle. And when you have the better angle, we were also told you can be more aggressive. Um, And so when you have a pin tucked on the edge and you start to get aggressive to a pin tucked on the edge, um, what's going to happen is you're going to, um, you know, you, you hit the, even though you, your target might be exactly at the flag, you're going to hit the ball around the flag. You're going to hit some left, some right. Um, and when you miss a green to the short side, now you leave yourself in a, in a challenging spot. Um, and so what happens is players, uh, when they get more aggressive to a pin that's tucked um, they, and they miss the green on that side, they leave themselves in a challenging spot to get up and down. Yeah. So what I think was happening is that people have been influenced by what they've been told their whole lives, where when you have the better angle, be more aggressive. And so they, they're more aggressive uh, and you know, their, their shot pattern doesn't get smaller. It's the same size. So they short side it and they don't get up and down a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then when you have the bad angle, what are you told when you have the bad angle, you need to be more conservative. So people shift away and they get more conservative with the bad angle. Um, and then when you're in the middle of the fairway, interestingly, the middle of the fairway is typically the lowest score for amateur players. And this held true for, for tour pros as well. Um, it's the lowest score from the center of the fairway. And I think what is happening is people are not being it's you know it's goldilocks they're they're not being too aggressive they're not being too conservative they've kind of naturally found the sweet spot of 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 where to pick their targets yeah that's so, amazing so isn't it is it is it the most important takeaway then uh, that on that second shot regardless of angle pick a relatively conservative target even if particularly if you have a you're probably going to pick a conservative target if you have a bad perceived angle you know what i mean if i can put it that way if you but if you have a good opportunity what you would what you the old school hey we've got a great angle don't necessarily mean buy into the idea now we can be really aggressive yeah for, I, for the club amateur golfer i think the biggest takeaway is um, whether you're on the extreme left-hand side of the fairway and this, you know, there are certainly a, someone's going to go, Oh yeah, well I got this hole at my club yeah, and it yeah, looks like there's this. always exceptions, but so there's going to be exceptions, but I think generally whether you're on the left side, the right side or the middle of the fairway, the target is roughly about the same. Yeah. Um, and so you shouldn't be going, Oh, I have a great angle here. I can get really aggressive and go right at that flag. And then when you're on the opposite side of that fairway, go, oh, I got to be extremely conservative here because I have a bad angle. That target is roughly going to be about the same. Um, and and, and you maybe a target you'd pick if you're in the center is, is maybe about where you should be. Um, so I wouldn't be shifting around. And the other big takeaway here is that, you know, scoring from the fairway um, is better than scoring from the rough um, for amateur players. Now, if you're a you know higher handicap ish and you start to get a long way away, 
that starts to even out a little bit. Interestingly, um, you know, if you're 250 yards out and the, being in the fairway versus being in the rough really doesn't make a difference for amateur players. Um, and it, but when you are in that, you know, that iron range between a hundred and, you know, maybe 175, 200 yards, there certainly is an impact of, of being in the rough versus being in the fairway. We, we want to be in the fairway if we can. And so the takeaway for me on this is don't play up a side of the hole to try to get a better angle because you know, architects, the way they build a lot of courses is, you know, if they're, you know, presenting to you a hole where they want you to play up a side for quote unquote, the better angle, you know, there's typically trouble in play and that trouble yeah, just might be wall, rough, yeah, right? Yeah. So you're, you're picking a target on your tee shot, either closer to the rough or closer to some kind of trouble. And you're just going to hit more shots into that trouble, whether it be rough, a bunker, you know, a hazard OB, um, it's not, it's not worth the trade-off. So we want to try to, you know, get as many balls in play as we can with as many of those being in the fairway as we possibly can, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's discipline, isn't it? It's discipline to not be suckered in. Like it's like gambling. It's like many other things, you know, the big flashing light things are often the worst things to bet on. The odds are awful, but they're trying to draw you in. Um, it's the same in the supermarket all the fresh food doesn't really have much packaging all the stuff that you shouldn't be eating it's they to make you eat that they've got to put big brand names advertising flashy stuff on it to make you pick it up because like we shouldn't be eating so much sugar or whatever it is it's the same ideas it's having that discipline with your game isn't it one of the hardest things with this Lou I think for your everyday golfer is that it's such marginal gains over time so it's like you could give someone the best information now in this pod this doesn't mean they're going to go out and even see a benefit in the next nine holes they go and play. But over time, the benefits will add up. It's just a part of your game in theory. You don't want to be giving up to the other person who is being more disciplined. Would that be a fair way? Because I do see students get frustrated with these kind of numbers because they just think, ah, I don't see the difference. I am there. I am there. I still did it in the wherever. No, you know, they're... they're- there is a difference. It's it's a it's a fractional difference, but it is a difference, and it does add yeah. up over time. Yeah, um, and and just I think that's to, what I just said, wasn't it? Yeah, to, just yeah. to give <laughs> it, it is. He said no, and then said yeah, but it's what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not that. It's this. All right. Hang on, don't throw that's me what off. I Crossfield. Just said. <laughs> But yeah, it's, so it's fractional differences over time, isn't it? You've got it is fractional differences up. over time, yeah, but they, they but up. some of these fractional differences are are, are you know decent sized fractions where yeah. you know if you can pick up you know five ten, you know five one hundredths of a shot to a tenth of a shot on every approach shot that you hit by choosing a better target, you know you're you're hitting twenty ish totally. or so approach shots every time you play, and if you're saving you know, 0.05 on every single swing you make, that's a shot per round. Huge, so these yeah. can add up, you know, these can be, these can be big and to, are, to go through some numbers now. So I looked at uh, a few distances, a hundred, 125, 150, 175, and 200. Um, the center of the fairway across all skill levels, the center of the fairway was the lowest score 78% of the time. So the, the player bet, made the best score from the center yeah, of the fairway. The, lo- yeah, the be- okay. lowest overall average score yeah. from that spot. Yeah. Um, the bad angle was the lowest score 17% of the time. Okay. So center of the fairway, 
leading by a mile. The yeah. bad angle, right, was was the uh, lowest score seventeen percent of the time. The good angle was the lowest score only five percent of the time. Wow! Uh, and that's because the good angle, you know, us amateurs are not very good when we're short sighted. We're yeah. very, it, it becomes a very challenging situation for us when we get into a short sighted situation. And all of these, when they missed on the short side, that flag was six yards or less from the edge. That's a hard shot for us. Yeah. Depending yeah. Depending on how far off the green we are, which is why, you know, it, it, which is why when you, when you peel back the onion and look into the details with the good angle, uh, does so poorly is because people are short sighting it so much and they stink once they short side it. Yeah. Now, if right. you only compare the good side of the fairway, so the good angle, so the extreme edges of the fairway, the good side of the fairway to the bad side of the fairway, forget the the middle of the fairway. Okay. We're just comparing the edges. Yeah. The bad angle was the lower score 59% of the time. <laughs> so the bad <laughs> angle even wins when we eliminate the uh, the center of the fairway. And so then lastly, in, sorry, going yet. Yeah. Lastly, there's more than just fairway. There's rough. Yeah. So if you compare the good side of the rough, so the good angle in the rough versus the bad angle in the rough, the bad side, so the bad angle out of the rough was the lower score 66% of the time. Um, and, and so the old, you know, the old notion of play for the good angle and then get aggressive does not help your scores. It hurts them. That's amazing, isn't it? Because I mean, I've just written here, so point one. Don't play for angles. They're not helping you. They're they're suckering you into making more mistakes. Point two, if you don't believe Lou and you find that the just hasn't got (laughs) enough shots, that's not enough shots, or you don't hit it with a calculator and you do want to play angles, you actually should hit it to the bad angle. (laughs) (laughs) So if you believe that you want to play angles, our tips, we've got tips for everyone. If you want to be an angle to angle golfer, hit it on the worst side each time because the lower score comes out 59% of the time. It's well, going again. Don't I, hit I in think, the middle because that's yeah. no angle. Don't go and go on the good. You're hunting angles. Always go for the worst angle and your score will come down, basically. It's just got to be forcing. It? It's got, yeah, it's got to be forcing the, the amateur golfer, the club golfer. It's got to be forcing from the bad angle side to just make really ultra conservative choices from there. It forces their hand, doesn't it? It forces their hand. It's almost like you've got less options now. I'm not Uh, good enough from here. Yes. So I'm just going to now hit it over there. So they're actually making better decisions when you put them in front of a truck that's about to crash. They hit the brakes. Yeah. You put them in front of a car. When you put them in front of a car that they think they can get past, they just slam on the accelerator and that car pulls out and they crash, basically. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's quite, it's quite a little, it's actually, I think it's a great little stat that that sort of shows you the psychology of the club golfer a little bit, right? If you really dive into what's going on. And the holes in where lots of people will be losing simple, simple gains without changing your swing. Like you can do everything that you're doing, but just do it smarter, basically. Cool. I I can see why you're not single, Lou. (laughs) (laughs) what stats like that yeah can i buy you a drink lou (laughs) yeah who had had, we're talking about lou's tinder profile showing up in this pod (laughs) no 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 i'm a happily happily married man no no tinder profiles for me (laughs) coach other people through how to meet women lou yeah exactly (laughs) stat them through it stat them to death yeah yeah yeah. 
<laughs> Perfect. So, I mean, are there caveats to this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's there's always um, you know different situations, um, yes. and this this starts to become more of a, 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 an issue or something you need to think about when when you find yourself on a shorter par four okay. potentially or um you know lang- angles start to matter a lot more when the closer you get to the green yeah and the only reason the angles necessarily matter more is it's really contingent upon how much green you have to work with yeah because you're so becoming when you're, more short-sighted I yeah guess, when you? you when you get closer to the to the green um, the angle, which is really just how much green you have to work with, becomes a big factor in, in how challenging or difficult um, or easy that next shot is going to be. You know, but typically when you're, you know, swinging, you know, a, a partial wedge and out, you know, 70, 60, 70, 80 yards and, and farther, you know, the angle doesn't typically matter. And you, you shouldn't. And the most important thing here is you shouldn't be playing for the good angle because you're you're going to end up in. Uh, in the rough more, you're going to end up in bunkers more. You're going to end up in in the the, the trees more. You're going to end up in bad situations more. And very, it, it, are there some situations where this could happen? Yes, but few and far between. Typically, in every number that I have here, the bad side of the fairway had a better scoring average than the bad angle from the rough. Right. Or I'm sorry, the good angle from the rough. So the bad side of the yeah, fairway yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah, yeah. better to be in than than a good angle from right. the rough. Like and some people, you know, will say, Yeah, but if I if I you know if I play up the left side and that's the ideal angle and I miss it, I you know, I'm gonna have an easier chance over there from the good angle out of the rough. Well, you know, the bad the quote unquote bad angle from the fairway is better than the good angle from the rough. Um and, and so it, it's just um it's a myth that's been around in golf for a while. And when you really give, give a, a detailed look and an honest look at the data, it's just not how it actually works. Yeah. And that myth is still there, isn't it? People definitely are oh, still yeah. very much, um, you know, thinking that is a solution to playing get the game. And the trouble as well, I think for lots of us golfers, and I, I would be this way, I'm sure you would be Greg to a certain extent, is that it's very easy sometimes to remember the hero moments, isn't it? You know, I, you know, mm. I hit it up the left there and I had a great angle in, knocked it into two foot, old apart. Next hour, I kind of pushed it a bit, but it was fine because it gave me a good angle in and I got, you know, got, and you start, you hang on to those things. You're not, you're not counting all the other times where you put it in a situation and then short sighted yourself. You're just saying, oh, I hit a bad chip on that. Hole. You, you're not thinking yeah. how you ended up in that place. You're thinking, I didn't chip it that close because I was, you know, a bit short-sided and didn't hold the eight-footer. I thought I was going to hold that. It, it, it's actually not really looking at the bigger picture there. And what Lou's doing is looking at a huge picture, basically. Yeah. Aren't you, Lou? Like you're just one looking the, at a ginormous picture. One of the things I like to do, and I've, I've done this in sort of the last few years, is I'll I'll run through my round and I'll – I did this recently. I was I played a tournament and I, I, I really performed poorly on second shots into – into par fives and I, I went back and I thought about what target I was choosing. Yeah. Um, and, and I was choosing a very aggressive target. I was choosing, I was trying to be too perfect. Yeah. And so you can do that sometimes if you, you know, you sit there at the end of your round and you go, Hey, I was on this side of the fairway and I chose this target and I was on the other side of the fairway. I chose this target. And you might go, well, actually I performed better when I chose the safer target more often than not or vice versa. I'm, I'm assuming that's the case given this discussion. 
Yeah. Um, so sometimes people can really benefit from just sort of sitting down and thinking about, well, what was I trying to do there? Was I trying to make the hero swing and the hero move? And uh, you're right. You sometimes remember that one time you did it, you forget the nine times that you didn't do it at all. Yeah, or you don't associate them to the reason why you short-sighted or the reason you did free putt because, you know, you hit a slope and ran to the back of the green or whatever it is. It's You can often go to the shop before it and find some answers, and not always all the answers, but some. So really, Lou, as well, for the everyday golfer there, you're saying let's just aim down the middle of the fairway, get the best chance you can of it. No, no, not really. I'm not saying aim down the middle of the fairway. But you want me on the fairway, do you not? Well, I I would love to have you on the fairway. You're typically going to be better from the fairway than yeah. you are from the rough. Typically, um, I I'm not saying aim down the middle of the fairway at all, or have a target down the middle of the fairway. Sometimes the optimal target is in the rough. Yeah. Um, if we're trying to shift away from out of bounds or a water hazard, um, or or heavy thick trees that you know you're going to have to come out sideways from, you need to shift well away from those things. We essentially want um, a an opportunity to hit a green in regulation for us amateurs. So we yeah. need to hit the ball relatively solid with our driver. Um, you know, you don't need to hit your longest drive every time. Hit it relatively solid. Keep it in play. Avoid penalty strokes. And sometimes that means shifting well, well away from those. There's a, a course nearby for me, and there's a par five, and I've posted this hole a few times, and I've played played this course a number of times. Um, and there is a, a pond all the way down the right-hand side, basically, um, and it's got a steep bank, and the fairway is about 38 yards wide, roughly. Um, and nearly every single amateur that plays that hole should have a target that's just about in the left rough. And some of us should have a target that's actually in the left rough, um, far enough away from that water where we're not going to knock it in to that water. And, and so center of the fairway um, is not always where we want to be uh, or have our target be. Um, we just need to take into account those other things. Yeah, so you need to be it's not funny. making could I, mistakes. Could I jump in there, Mark? It's yeah. funny you say that, Lou, because you th- if let's say there's trees down the left side that you can sort of pitch out on, Lou, I'm imagining, or something like that. It's not double trouble. And if, you, if, you're, a th- if you're a mid-range handicap guy, just you could literally, like Lou's saying, just hit it in the trees. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you, don't, you can then wet, pitch it back down unless you get really unlucky and you have yeah. to behind, dead behind a tree, pitch it back down the fairway and, and you've got a chance to hit it on the green. Versus playing your third shot out of the, you know, from the edge of the water after a drop. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah Lou's absolutely right there. Just picking, you know, super conservative targets is fantastic. Yeah, that's good, Lou. I like that. You've, you've, you've stat holded, you've stat hold all of us there. Um, you know, we're not done. We got about an oh. hour and a half left to go here. <laughs> <There's> more. <laughs> got a lot Please. more numbers to get through. Yeah. <laughs> for the poor audience or just for me and Greg? <laughs> uh, I can see. I close the pod and mark it. Yeah. Your eyes, both of your eyes glazed over about 15 minutes ago. You tapped out. So. Yeah, we don't have to torture you guys any longer. With no, this. Good, Although we can. Like, I'm, no. I'm, I'm ready to roll. Yeah, maybe save it for the next episode. <laughs> Um, but I mean, that is really interesting. Stat. The stat that stand out for me there is the bad angle was better 59% of the time. I think I was reading that right when you just took good and bad angle into account. 
Is that, yeah, that, yeah, that, just that the edges it. of the fairway. Yeah, yeah that, for sure. That, that for me is just a comedy stat, isn't it? That's but it's not so counterintuitive. Aim for the bad angle. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's not. But in my opinion, I don't know this for sure. But it's not because it's easier to play from the bad angle. No, I know it's that. because yeah, the bad angle is inducing Forces people you. to make better decisions Correct. on the target. It. Yeah, we said yeah. that. I mm. get it. I think the audience got that as well. But basically, it's forcing you to not be silly. It's, yeah, it's, I think it's the only way to, drive... you to get that taxi home, get that taxi. Yeah. I might not get that taxi. I might just have, no, get the taxi home is basically mm. what it's doing. I think the it? only way we're really going to drive this home is with a lot more numbers. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a deep dive. Yeah. Let's that do a was, deep dive. That was so deep. That dive at one point I thought I was losing my breath. I didn't think I was going to get back up. <laughs> right, did you make it through? I can't breathe. Lou, Clear me up. <laughs> You guys deserve an award for today. Yeah, because I went, I went easy on you guys. Wait, yeah, to, wait no, till we was, do the next one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was good stuff. There we go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Lou, for a fantastic deep dive into angles. It definitely is a continued uh, question that people will debate. I think that debate will go on for way longer than your stats. That are put. I just think it'll keep going, Lou, don't you? It, it, people yeah, find and, that one and, hard to believe, basically. I, I think it, I think it will. The debate will continue on. But if you want to, you know, if you want to understand this in a little more detail, you can go to loustagner.com and and sign yeah. up for the newsletter. And hey. uh, <laughs> love look at that. See how that I slipped that in there. Mm-hmm. And, the end. and Greg mm-hmm. still hasn't sold those yeah. pans. Five dollars on Craigslist. Just search <laughs> number two it's Greg in gold right now. Yes, <laughs> and he's got two frying pans he wants to get rid of. Times are um, tough. So- <laughs> here we go thanks for listening everybody as always we'll catch you in the next podcast hope you have a great week